and he hits the gas and the car launches and we went screaming up the on-ramp. And at that very moment, when the guitar starts to wind and the rhythm guitars join in and Brad Delp begins to sing more than a feeling, we fly onto the freeway and I found myself in a state of musical bliss. And little did I know that when my cousin before that turned to me and said, you wanna go for a ride in it? Little did I know that this was going to be more than a physical ride, it would be a spiritual one. Hello everybody, my name is Bishop Frisch and I wanna welcome you to my life through music where I talk about the songs or music that were either there at the time or describes uh, emotions, feelings, or thoughts that I, were, I was experiencing at that particular time and place. And the song for these memories is More Than a Feeling by Boston, released in 1976. So I've mentioned my cousins before who were older than my brother and I, and they were always in the next phase of life before us. And it was cool because it gave us a preview or a taste of what was ahead of us. Uh, for example, things like motorcycles and ATVs and, you know, later on it was cars and dating and girls and stuff like that. So we kind of had an idea what to expect um, as life was coming at us. As a matter of fact, I actually have a picture I wanna show, I hope this works. Um, here, if you see, that's my mom and me and my brother, and if you look right there, I've got a cast on my arm, and that was from wrecking on one of their AT, ATCs at the time, the three-wheelers, and um, so that's what was that's what we did you know we had fun we were guys and we did guy things man and it was awesome and by this time they had their driver's license and they were driving and you know doing all that stuff and we were a little bit younger but my cousin one of my cousins was rebuilding a car and it was i want to say it was a 1968 Plymouth Roadrunner and I, I, I might be wrong. I probably am wrong on the year. My brother thinks it was a 69. I don't know the difference, but it was somewhere around there. And every time we'd go visit, he would be in the garage working on that thing and just sweating and just, 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 just putting all of his time and effort into it. And we would always ask him, hey, how's, how's the car coming along? And he'd always say, getting there, getting there. And I wanna show one more quick picture. And this is, this is my cousin and I. And I wanna point out a couple things. That's me rocking the Iron Maiden shirt. I wanna point that out. And if you look behind him, my cousin, um, there's a frame of a car. That, I don't know if that was the actual car that I'm talking about, because there were so many cars there. They were always working on a car. 
And then you could see behind was the jack where you could pull out the uh, an engine. And then if you look over here in the corner, there's a, a you know a toolbox, and inside the the garage there was all kinds of tools and toolboxes, and it just it just smelt like gasoline and exhaust and grease, and it was it was it was their domain, you know. So he'd been working on this car for a long time, and he didn't really say much. He just said, "I'm working on it, and I'm getting there." Until finally, finally, it was done, and we had made. Um, kind of like a special trip to go see my, my aunt and uncle and, and him and, and his brother and see this car. And we, I remember on our way there, it's about 35 minutes from where we lived at the time to his house, give or take. But it felt like hours because we were anticipating seeing this car and we couldn't wait and it took forever. It was on a Saturday and we were getting close to the neighborhood and I could recognize, I didn't know how to get to his house, but I could recognize when we were getting close. And so I sat up in the back seat and I'm peering through the front seats and I'm looking through the windshield and we're getting closer to his house up ahead in the distance. And I see a car on the street and I'm looking at it and I'm like, no way. And we're getting closer and closer and I'm noticing that the hood is finally down and the car is clean. There's no grease smudged on the sides or on the quarter panel and it wasn't on blocks. And it was sitting there and it had brand new tires on it wrapped around these magged wheels, these mag wheels. And it was beautiful. And we pulled up and I'm looking at it as we pulled up and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what you were building. And it was amazing. And we all got, you know, we all got there, my dad and my mom and my brother and I, and we, we, we filed out of the car and we were just walking around it, checking it out and admiring it. And my cousin was standing there just grinning from ear to ear, almost to say, you know, I told you so, I told you. And at that point, my aunt, you know, she's like, come on, you know, lunch is ready. Let's go inside and eat. And we, we go inside and we're, we're sitting around in little groups. And my cousin is telling, you know, my dad, all the things he'd done to it, you know, what he did to, I mean, I couldn't even explain it. He was talking about the engine and how he... He made it faster and, and all these things. And all I could tell from the body language of my dad was that he was impressed. And this thing must be fast. It must be fast. And so when lunch was over, you know, we went back outside to finish checking out and admiring this car. And again, he's going over, my cousin is going over, you know, more things that he did to it. And finally, you know, the excitement begins to wear off and people start going back inside the house until finally it's just him and I standing there. And he's, he's standing there with his hands on his hips and he's just looking at it. And he looks over at me and he goes, you wanna go for a ride in it? 
And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's go. And so he kind of points and nods to the passenger side and he goes, get in. And he walks around. And as, I, as I'm getting in, I open the door and I'm, I'm getting ready to get in. You know how you get in a car, you kind of lead with a foot. But I noticed that there's, there's something on the floorboard. And I look down and I'm like, oh, there's, there's cassettes down there. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, I'm not gonna step on music. And so I reach down and I, I grab the cassettes and I kind of cradle them as I get in and I close the door. And then he gets in and then he starts it up. And it's kind of like, like, boom. And it just hums, you know? And all you guys out there who, who know about cars knows what I'm talking about. It's perfect, beautiful. And I'm going through the cassettes that I just picked up and he starts, you know, he puts it in, in gear and he starts going out of the neighborhood. And I think he goes on to 7th Street going north towards the freeway because he was going to, and I didn't know this at the time, but looking back, he was going to take me on the freeway and go up towards 19th Avenue, come back down and then go back up and then go all the way to 7th Street again. And I'm, I'm, I'm going through the cassettes and I'm seeing stuff that I never saw before. Things like Led Zeppelin. Now I knew who Led Zeppelin was, but I didn't recognize these cassettes or these albums. I'm seeing some Pink Floyd that I didn't recognize. And finally, I get to this cassette that says Boston on it. And I'm like, whoa. And I'm looking at, you know, the first Boston album. And you know, if you know what I'm, if, you, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. It's very unique and it's very cool. And we're driving up towards the freeway and I kind of hold it up to him. I go, hey, what's this? And he looks at me kind of confused and he's like, you never heard that? I'm like, I don't think so. And so as we're driving, he's like, give me that. And so he takes it out and he's driving and I'm kind of just kind of watching and he pulls it out of the cassette and he slaps it in the cassette deck and he hits rewind. And you can hear it, you know, that, that rewinding sound, that, that winding. And so we're, we're going up towards the freeway and we're at the light before you go under the overpass to the next light and then turn on to the on-ramp. And I'm hearing it, you know, it's rewinding and it finally stops and we get to the next light. And while I'm listening, I'm hearing the acoustic guitar. And I'm like, all right, you know? And we're getting ready to turn and the light turns green and we go around to get on the on-ramp and the song's continuing. And just at the point where we straighten out, we were the first car, we're straight on looking at the on-ramp. He looks over at me and he gasses it and we launch straight up on the on-ramp, getting on the freeway. And at that moment, at that moment, is when the song gets to the point where, right before the first chorus, that winding guitar and the rhythm guitars combine right into the chorus where Brad Delp says, more than a feeling, and we're screaming onto the freeway simultaneously when this is happening. And 
I'm pushed back onto the chair or the seat and I grab, because the window was down, I grab the, the door and I pull myself up and I'm just kind of collecting myself and things are just going right by the window, like a blur. And we got on the freeway and we were just humming, like we were flying, gliding. And the song continues and at that point I found myself in a musical, like I said before, a musical bliss. And I couldn't believe it. And it was at that point, it was at that point for the first time in my life that time stood still. And I didn't care. I didn't care what happened next because it was, so, it was such an awesome experience. And then we slow down and we get to 19th Avenue and we get back up, uh, we get back around and we get back on the freeway to go back to his house. And he does it again, but it wasn't the same because the music was different and the feeling was different. But I remember when I got back to his house and I stepped out of that car, I was not the same. I was not the same person. And we all know, we all know that this song is not about cars. It's not about driving fast. It's not about freeways. This song is about a boy and a girl and a song. I closed my eyes and I slipped away. When you hear this song, and you close your eyes and you slip away. What do you think about? What do you see in your mind? For me, the first thing that I see when I hear this song will always be my cousin and I racing up that on-ramp while experience, experiencing the perfect and beautiful Synthesis of existence and music. And second, what I think about and see, I think of all the quote unquote Marianne's of my life who have walked away. You know, the song says, Dream of a girl I used to know. Closed my eyes and she slipped away. I think about them. And I smile. I smile because each and every one of them, I experienced a feeling that was special and different. I'm gonna put two links down below. The first is going to be the studio version, the one we've heard on the radio a million times. And then I'm going to put another version of just Brad Delp singing and just the vocals. 
And I'm going to tell you the truth. I went back and, and, and listened to it again while I was kind of putting these notes together, and it got me. I felt like I was hearing a ghost, especially the, the backing vocals, you know? And the last 30 seconds of that song, when it just fades off into, into the universe, it's walking away music, man, you know? I can see, literally see, you know, somebody walking away and getting further and further and further as the, the music and the sounds slowly fade away. And this is why, these are the reasons why this song is where it's at in my, my life through music playlist. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video. Thanks so much for your time.